Did you know that I'm a published author? My book sells 100 homes a year. It's a bestseller, and it teaches real estate agents and lenders how to actually think about doing business in the 21st century. And I want to give you your free copy. All you have to do is go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100. That's one zero zero. If you'd like to learn new digital marketing strategies, you've got to get this book and join the other agents and lenders whose businesses in life is being absolutely transformed. Go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100 to get your free digital copy today. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new, and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month, or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we've found it. See you soon. Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I am. I have a super 
powerhouse, bad A woman in front of me, Chelsea Pites. I cannot even tell you her title because it's so long, but she is going to tell you exactly what she does. And you are not going to want to miss this. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. So nice to be here with you. Thank you so much for the honor, Krista, to be on your show. Very excited. Um, Yes, my very long official title is National Director of Social Sales for all of the Fidelity National Financial Brands across the United States. Basically, what that means is I get to teach people how to use social media to build their brand and to generate leads and make more impact and more income. And that's what I get to do is I get to play in all the socials all day long and I get to teach people how to use it. And I speak a lot. I've written several books. I have a podcast and you'll see me on all the socials. Oh, I love it. So first of all, you have to understand when she says that she works for the Fidelity Financial. I mean, I want you to explain just how massive that is. And she is like yeah. the person. So explain how big that is. Yeah, it's an awesome company. It's in the Fortune 300s. Um, we have an amazing parent company, Fidelity National Financial. And under that, we have a lot of really well-known companies. Uh, we own, I think, and I don't want to get the number wrong, around 30 or so title and escrow companies across the United States. Uh, we own the Las Vegas Knights. And <laughs> we own uh, quite a few real estate technology uh, platforms as well. So it's she owns like they own Sync and Real Geeks, and I mean it's like the list goes on and on. And she mm-hmm. also, I mean, they own ma- uh, major title companies. It just it's a yes. really big deal, and she is the woman overseeing all of this. Well, I'm not overseeing all of it, but I do oversee all of the social media and the social media coaching. <laughs> okay, so talk to us about that because as you know, like we come, I completely preach uh, social media. That's what I teach my students how to actually do it correctly. And what we find is, is that, you know, across the country, um, only 16% of agents are utilizing social media. But from my own personal research, we find that only 1% is actually doing it correctly. No, okay. no joke. I'm just falling out of my chair. Oh my goodness. I mean, okay, I, I understand it because I talk I've I've talked with tens of thousands of realtors and lenders um all over in different places, different ages, different demographics. I get it. It can be scary, it can be nerve-wracking, it's something you have to figure out, it's something you have to time block for. So there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, but the idea of being able to connect with even 20 people a day without even stepping outside of my bed and possibly making a transaction or a meeting for a transaction with almost little to no effort is mind-blowing to me that people wouldn't use it besides how behavior is being trained, which I'm happy to talk about. I'm a neuroscience geek. My first book was about psychology of social media. Um, If you're not there, people are going to wonder why you're not there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so the thing is, is that when you're um, consistently producing content and you're getting it out there correctly, which we all know that's a big problem for most agents. They're just doing things like posting it on their Facebook page or posting on their business page. They're not really running ads or anything. When you do this, you, you can be seen in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. You can get hundreds and hundreds of hours of watch time. And it's just, you start to develop a relationship with someone. And I think Agents have been so used to doing the same old techniques and strategies. They, they, they aren't really open to understanding that you don't have to spend your weekends doing open houses. You don't have to start chase business all the time. You can actually attract it. And when you produce content and you get it on the social media platforms correctly, you are attracting business and your content is doing more selling for you than ever before. 
Oh, I love that you said the word attracting. Yes. Don't we all just want to attract business? And I know we're simplifying it a little here. And people ask me all the time, well, if I do it right and I do it consistently, how long will it take before it just starts rolling in? It takes some months. It might even take longer than a year, but it's a few minutes a day. It's, it's you know, maybe a half hour, hour a week. And that content works for you when you are not in the office. Anyone Repeat that, everyone. your content. Repeat you're not that. in the office. Your content is still selling for you. <laughs> so listen, when you do an open house, as soon as you stop doing the open house, if you want to go on vacation or you stop cold calling, then your business just stops. But when you utilize social media, you're constantly being seen in front of people. And mm-hmm. then you can target people. You can retarget. You can put content in front of them that are already interested in. You can bring them down your phone. It is so powerful. And I love when I get somebody like you on here, that isn't just me preaching this because I mean, you're teaching this to, you know, multifaceted companies and it's working. So what is your best, um, like if you had to tell agents, okay, here's three things that you need to start doing right now, what would that be? Agents, lenders, and professionals. Oh, and you know, this changes pretty much every year because everything does change on the socials. But I will tell you, um, I think this is my probably fourth meeting of the day where I've talked about social media and trends. And I'm telling you, if you haven't already, you need to embrace the story format, meaning this is an actual posting format that you will see in both Facebook, you'll see it in Instagram. I'm going to say it's probably going to come to LinkedIn at some point. It's already on YouTube. And what's happening is the feed is splitting into two. And there's the main feed that we're used to, right? The main home feed that we're scrolling through all the time. And now there is a secondary, totally separate feed that sits at the top of both your Facebook app and your Instagram app. And those are where the stories are. So stay with me, you guys, if you're not familiar with stories. If you are, great, because you need to be doing them because here's why. Number one, camera first. It's about you and your reality show and your face. It has nothing to do with ego. It's not that it's about you and not about them. It's that you are creating content in the most human way possible. Yes, that means you need to show your face. Nike pays people millions of dollars because they have a face. Nike does not have a face and it's a huge brand. You have a distinct advantage because people can sit down with you across the table when you're going to be selling their house and they can say, oh my gosh, Krista, I feel like we already know you. We've been watching your stories for like two weeks and they're already sold. So there's the content doing the selling for you. So camera first, you got to show your face. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You're going to get really good on camera if you do stories every day. It's real time, meaning it's a 24-hour cycle. So you're kind of like with the person on a daily basis, which sounds kind of creepy, but it's pretty awesome if you think about it. And number three, it's message enabled, meaning it's private. And if you are posting content and you want to help a client, let's say you make a post about downsizing and how to do that, how to downsize your home. Well, guess what? If somebody has a tragedy happen, they're probably not going to post it in your Facebook comment where it's totally public. Hey, I just lost my job. Hey, this terrible thing just happened. I need to talk to you. But in a one-to-one private message scenario, you can go really deep with those people and have those conversations with that community. So definitely stories. You need to get on there. Guys, you also can see everyone who has watched you can't do that with any other social media format in the world. Like if Krista watches my Facebook live, great. Unless she comments, I have zero clue. Mm-hmm. But when she watches my story, I can see every pair of eyeballs that watched my story. Great way for you to reverse prospect, stay in, in contact with your sphere of influence as well. So stories is where it's at. And so this, listen, what are the number one shows on television? They're reality shows. Yes. That's the number one show. And I think it's yeah. kind of weird. Like I don't watch the housewives or any of those things. I just don't have the time for it, but, but that's the number one, most popular mm-hmm. 
show. And right. there's something called a parasocial relationship. I'm sure you know what this is, Chelsea, is that we have been programmed literally in our brains because of watching television as children that when we see somebody on the other side of a screen that they are somebody of authority and of importance, right? So mm-hmm. you're you're showing up as the authority figure. You're developing a relationship with people. When you go on that appointment, people are like hugging me all the time and, and, and they're talking to me at the store. I mean, I have no clue who these people are, but they mm-hmm. think that they know me because they have developed a relationship with me being on the other side. And that's what we want, right? We want to develop relationships and people love connection. When you're doing your own, your stories, that's when you can like post a lot more and people mm-hmm. want to go things and see things quickly because mm-hmm. we're all about speed. So, okay. Right. Awesome. Number one stories. Okay. Chelsea, what else? Number one stories. Number two is more content, more commenting, less contenting. And what I mean by that is, hey, content's important. Like you and I have podcasts, we have books, we believe in content. Like you should be making content. But what my caveat to that is that it is so saturated right now in the feeds that, you know, four or five, six years ago where we were training people posting every day, sometimes posting twice a day, you know, you have to have really, really good content now to get that engagement. And what I would challenge people with, because the algorithms are watching your, your engagement levels and you can become someone's super fan. And the best part of coming, becoming someone's super fan is you get double branding. So if I comment on your post, Krista, in Facebook, you're going to get a little notification with my face and it's going to say my name, branding. Okay. Then you're going to actually read the comment in the comments. You're going to see me again. And guess what? I love a handwritten thank you note. I actually just wrote some today, but I go to my mailbox once every two weeks. I go to my Facebook inbox and my feeds once or twice an hour, if not more. So you can brand and be there and support content. And guess what? The algorithms get trained by you talking to people. It's going to assume, well, Chelsea's always talking to Krista. So let's make sure that her stuff shows up at the top of her feed. Perfect. That's what we want. We want to build the perception that every time I'm opening that social media, you are there. So a little bit more commenting, a little bit less contenting, take away the stress of feeling like you have to do content like traditional style. Let your comments be your content. Great. That is, I have not heard that yet. That is excellent, excellent advice. So start commenting, everyone. Mm-hmm. You want to do what Facebook's algorithm likes, so you start showing up more and you get more organic reach, which is wonderful. Okay, so Um, number one stories, number two, commenting, what's number three? So number three, I'm just going to give you a quick little quick hitter tip because I mean, we all are busy. We need to be strategic and efficient with our time. And that means we've got to time block our social media and we have to time block our, you know, connecting with people and responding to comments. And I just, you know, teach a very simple method. I call it the 10, 10, 10. You could call it the 15, 15, 15. Probably don't want to call it the 666, but you can call it any number you want, okay? (laughs) And the idea is you're going to take the first 10 is minutes, okay? So you're going to do 10 minutes. You're going to set your timer, and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes. I'm going to be intentional and strategic. Now, hopefully, you've made some friends lists in Facebook. Hopefully, you have some notifications turned on, and you've got some, some systems in place where you can go right to the people you want to engage with. You're going to go down the main feed, okay, the original main feed that we just talked about, I'm going to make 10 comments down. So when I say down, I want people to visualize me going down the main feed. So I'm going to go 10 minutes, 
I'm going to go 10 comments down the main feed, and then I'm going to go 10 comments across the stories feed. So I say 10 minutes, 10 down, 10 across. You make up the time if you want. It's just an easy way to kind of gamify it, make it a little bit more fun, and make sure that you're engaging with people because that's how you're showing up, and that's where people are, their attention is, is in social media. And if somebody sends me a DM, guess what? If y'all have a business account on Instagram and you get DMs, you can retarget them with ads. How amazing is that? And if you send a DM to someone, I think it's way more impactful and memorable than just seeing like an ad go by because you've actually talked to that person. So a lot of people don't realize that automatically if you have an Instagram business account, they do the heavy lifting. All you just have to say is, yeah, I want to retarget all the people that have looked at my profile. Great. Looked at my DM. Great. Let's do it. So I would say the 10, 10, 10 is probably the best. That's uh, awesome. No one else is, people don't understand. So everybody wants to get 10,000 followers on Instagram, right? Because they think they want to swipe up. Well, guess what? Swipe down. Tell them every single yeah. thing should be, send me a direct message. Right. DM me this, DM me that. Right. And, right. and the more that you can do voice recordings and the more that you can do yes. video recordings in DMs, yes. the Instagram algorithm starts to yes. assume that you're friends and they organically put you in front of people more often. So DMing and is amazing. Sure. Yes. Voice DMs are incredible. Do them. They Yes, they're watching. They know if you're sending tags if you're sending DM, uh, voice message, if you're sending video, they know all of that, which is why that super fan mentality is so important because DMs are going to become a major metric because likes could go away one day. Yes. I love it. And I, I love the 10, 10, 10. That makes it fun. You gamify it, like mm-hmm. you said, and yeah. anyone can do that. So here's the deal, everyone. You're learning some really great information here from a powerhouse that teaches social media strategies to like these fortune 500 companies. If she can make time to do this, right? then you can. It's just a matter of saying, I'm going to do this and watch what happens. Over time, your business starts to have massive momentum when you do it consistently. It's mm-hmm. getting up. And I let's just add one more thing. Get up 10 minutes earlier. Just get up 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. And you can do it. Or if you're at the gym, I mean, shoot, if I'm just sitting on a you know machine doing my slow stair climb, maybe I'll just do 10 there and then make my 10 minutes go by faster. <laughs> yeah. so give us some, I, I'm really enjoying this right now. So give us some strategies as far as, you know, people are always, you know, like what kind of things on their stories should they be posting? And, it, and can you overpost? And, you know, can you overshare? Of course. Yeah. You could always overpost. Um, I don't remember the actual research study, but there was a, a study that was done and, you know, their quote unquote magic number for the right number of stories was three to seven in a 24 hour period. Now I typically do more than that, but I'm also a big believer that if it if it brings you joy and you like to do it, stories bring me joy. That's my jam. I'm going to do them for me. And so I say, hey, if that's your thing, you can story your face off if you want. Now, if you're not really doing it because it's not your passion, but you want to be there and you want to be strategic, then I definitely, it should be daily. It should be multiple times in a day, you know, at least two or three um, because you do need to tell the system you're active too, right? I mean, and, and not just sit down at seven o'clock at night and post three things. The hardest thing when you're starting out is remembering to get your phone out and actually yeah. tell a story. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people think big overarching uh, ideas. And I tell them, why don't you take out one little piece and do that as a story? So here's an example, just random. I'm sitting in my office, I'm at my desk. I could do a story about us doing a podcast. I was going to tell you, I'm going to do a video real quick. Yeah. Have easy I could, a second for the story. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Or I know this sounds kind of quirky, but you'd be surprised. 
I could literally take a picture of this pen right here, which happens to be my favorite type of pen. Everyone has a favorite type of pen. And I could be like, this is my favorite type of pen. What's the one you can't live without? Do you know how many people want to talk about what kind of favorite pen they have? You really? would be surprised. Yes, you would be surprised. So you don't have to pull out the whole thing that you're doing. I could talk about my notes and my notebook that I have in front of me. I could, you know, talk about the pen that's sitting here. So you can actually pull out little pieces of the bigger story and if you're just like, gosh, I don't know like what I should be posting on here, but you need to show your face. It can't just be pictures out of, you know, videos. I can't remember again what the percentage was, but there was a study that said, I think, I think, uh, 65% of people making Instagram stories are making videos and the videos are really the only ones that are showing up on the explore tab. So there's not like pictures typically um, from stories that they're selecting. They're always selecting a video. So it kind of tells us that that's what they're looking for. So can you walk me through? So today, right now it's like 145. Okay. Mm-hmm. 155. Can you tell me what you like, what, stories you've done today, what each one yeah. was, so kind of give us an example. Yeah. So, uh, I got up this morning and, uh, my feet hit the floor and I immediately, um, had been looking like last night I had posted and I had said, Hey, do you think I should try this? And, uh, woke up to a bunch of messages and it was polarizing. People were like, Oh my gosh, it's disgusting. Or, Oh my gosh, it's amazing. You should get it and try it. So what, what was I, it? It was, um, I think, I don't remember where I saw, but it was called Screwball Whiskey, and it's peanut butter flavored whiskey or something. I think I'd try it. I'd say yes. And I thought, this is weird, but let me take it to Instagram and see what they say, because everybody has an opinion. And so half of them were like, it's horrible. It's totally disgusting. And the other half were like, it's great. It's, it's really interesting. So I, you know, go on my story and I have like my hair's bedhead. I'm like, so y'all had some opinions (laughs) about that whiskey last night. And I talked about it. Um, and then I usually, I, I kind of document a little bit of what my day is. I usually try to drop a tip Uh, about social media in there. Um, I've now sort of made a show with my son. It's called Hashtag Mason Explains. And um, that's become a surprise hit where people beg to see him. In fact, I'm taking him tonight to meet somebody that I'm meeting from Instagram because they're like, you have to bring your son. Like I literally wait to watch him in your stories. That's so Um, cool. How old is he? He's just turned seven. That is, you don't, you have a seven-year-old? I do. Oh my gosh, you are so yeah. busy. That's that's crazy. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch you, Chelsea. I'm gonna I'm gonna friend you. I'm gonna watch you because I want to get get some. You know, I'm not the best at stories. I try to be, and then I'll I'll have a day where I'm really good and I do five or six things, yeah. and then I'll forget for two days, and it's just yeah. like, oh, I need to do it, and I'm shame on me. But okay, so let me ask. I'm I'm curious to know. Are you have you downloaded TikTok yet? So I do have TikTok on okay. there. But I'm I am not using it like I should. It's be. a it's a whole new world. It's a very different world. <laughs> the time on it, it's like the time it, of it is a black things. hole. Like I I actually am not even watching TV. I'll just watch TikTok. It's crazy. my kids love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my kids Gary V says to be on TikTok. He says to be on TikTok. And um, I I'm over there. I'm figuring it out. It's it's an interesting place. Um, I will say though it's, it's open, it's open game there. It's early adopter. I mean, I've gone viral multiple times and I'm I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. Like what I have learned from going viral one, you can never plan it. Like the last thing they ever thought would go viral went viral and two, nothing happened after it did. Like nobody sent me like a shirt or like, Hey, congratulations. (laughs) It was just a normal day. (laughs) 
<laughs> the yeah. next day. So for those of you trying to plan viral content, good luck because it's usually something accidental that happens and goes viral. But yeah, TikTok is definitely a place where anybody uh, can go viral. Well, you know what I, what helps me is I, I set like I set my alarm for everything. So for example, my alarm went off at 1.30 today because it reminded me that I had this thing because even though I write it on my schedule, it's on my calendar. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, how did I forget that? I knew it was there. Everything yeah. has a calendar. You can set a calendars on your phone yes. to go off reminders to remind you to do what you're doing. So let me just share how easy this is, everybody. Watch this. Watch. Let me do it. Hi, everybody. I am with Chelsea Pike. She is an amazing person. She knows all about social media. Say hi, Chelsea. Hey. Woo hey. So excited to be here. <laughs> She's talking all about how important stories are on social media and Instagram and Facebook. And so stay tuned. You're going to be on the podcast and we can't wait to see you there. Okay. Simple, right? That was it. Yeah. That was my story. It. Okay. So, um, what else? What else? I'm, I'm just loving this. I'm learning. I'm learning. Let's I'm excited. See. Um, some of the other questions I get asked quite a bit is, uh, are there better times to post than others? Uh, what about third party apps that, you know, connect and can I schedule everything out? What I will tell you, if you have been using something to schedule to Facebook and Instagram, um, have you started using Facebook creator studio yet? That website? I'm, I'm not, my team might be, I don't think we are. My okay. team does a lot for me. So they, you might want to check into that. Um, it's new and it's a little glitchy, but as new things roll out, but for those Instagram users out there, um, who might be using, you know, the great platforms like, uh, later.com is an excellent platform, mm -hmm. planally.com to basically schedule out your posts and it's a paid platform. Um, creator studio, uh, you can see all of your analytics on your dashboard right there, which is nice. I like to look at it on dashboard, not my phone. And also you can schedule out posts in the feed and you can schedule IGTV videos, which is what we should talk about next. Oh, I love IGTV. Um, and so you can schedule all that there from your desktop. I mean, I love a keyboard. I cannot type like long captions out with my thumbs. I've got to have me a keyboard. So that could be something you guys can check out. So just Google Facebook Creator Studio, and it's all one and the same. Facebook and Instagram, they're all in the same studio. You just toggle back and forth by clicking the Facebook icon and then clicking the Instagram icon. So you can schedule out. Uh, you know, your business pages stuff, and then you can schedule out anything for your business account or your creator account within Instagram. So that might help some people save some time. That's awesome. So what do you think about sharing your, because I do this and maybe it's wrong or wrong, but I always share my Instagram stories to my Facebook stories. It's the same story because not everyone's always yeah. on the same, the same platform. Is that okay to do? Right. I would say currently, yes, because the thing about Facebook stories is they're not saturated yet, which means there's an opportunity <laughs> because nobody is on like TikTok, right? Um, so Facebook is going all in on stories. They are making it happen whether we like it or not. And for them to move to stories as a main focus, they are going to lose money because right now there's no ads in stories. And I only say this background because... For them to make such a big decision, it, it tells people, y'all better pay attention to mm -hmm. Facebook stories because they're going to make this happen. And um, right now, it's not saturated. So if you do share posts, you're right. You know, Are people going to possibly see them on Instagram? Yes, because most people are on Facebook and Instagram, but some people aren't. And as time goes on, I would say it's a better idea to make original content on both platforms. 
Um, but you can do that really easily by taking a picture of us like we just did and then doing a video. The picture goes on Facebook stories, the video goes on Instagram stories. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but it's original content. I'm going to do um, your thing. Yeah, I'm taking we're, a picture. We're very finicky. I'm like, you know, well, this is just human behavior. We'll go to Facebook and we're like, oh, geez, I just saw that on our Instagram story. Skip. You know, like we're just thinking, oh, how dare you waste uh, 0.2 seconds of my day. Um, so I think for now it's good. Uh, the reason that Facebook stories is important is because nobody can even get to the rest of the feed unless they scroll past your face and your name. So if you're posting consistently, it's very likely that your friends that are connected with you are going to see your tile up at the top and they've got to actually scroll past it, you know, before they can even actually get to the main feed. It's like billboards on the highway. I mean, I drove by the same billboards, you know, for years and years and years, and I remember them, um, but I wasn't really consciously thinking of it. So, uh, so I would say it's fine right now. Um, but if you have a business Instagram account, you're not going to be able to cross auto post your Instagram stories over to your personal Facebook. Okay. So that's, that's a big distinction because I'm a big believer in being a business account on Instagram. And unfortunately that disconnects the auto connection. So what happens is your Instagram stories are now going to go to your Facebook business page, not your Oh, makes profile. sense. Okay. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, the way around that is just to switch to the creator account instead, which is a newer account. It's like a hybrid personal and business. Okay. I love it. So go to, go to IGTV. It's crazy. My team just told me that my IGTV gets more views than anything. And I do, we just barely started using it. And, and the nice thing about IGTV is that what we're finding is that organic, like non-edited video content does better than the freshly pretty, you know, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. So it's, it's easy. Yeah. IGTV is really a place to be exploring right now because like you said, I'm not surprised at all that you said you get more views on that because um, when things don't go well for a platform that's as big as like Instagram or Facebook and they say, no, we're making this happen. Like I just told you Facebook stories and they've already put a lot of money into it. They start to do behavior training with product psychology and getting people involved. And now that you got so many views because they're like, oh, Krista used it. Thank goodness. Let's push this out to as many people as possible. Let's get her to come back and use it again. Ooh. So they gave you a really good experience. They gave you more reach. And in the meantime, they're starting to train people to get more used to watching longer form video through IGTV. So right now it's great jump on there. You're going to get, you know, probably two, three times the views. I'd say probably a year ago, it might've been six to eight times. Um, but now that it's getting a little bit more saturated. So definitely a great place to, to do video. I do highly recommend keeping it vertical, uh, for IGTV. So if you are doing a YouTube strategy, you might have to do two separate videos because not everybody on YouTube likes to watch even a vertical with the color, uh, you know, kind of, cropped background. So YouTubers, you know, people who watch YouTube are pretty picky about watching, you know, horizontal video, which I get because I'm picky about watching vertical video. Okay, when so I you're watch saying when you're on YouTube, you do it horizontal. When you're on IGTV, you do it vertical. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. Okay. Yeah. This is great content. I, I love Yay. it. Like, you, you can tell you're really passionate about it and you enjoy what you do, That's what, which is really nice. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. So any other tidbits? I always tell everyone before they, they leave, I say, okay, if you could give one piece of advice and no one ever knows I ask this question, one piece of advice, what would that be to help people, you know, have more abundance in their business? Oh goodness. Um, gosh, hard. bring it down to one piece of advice. Um, I would say that one of the things that I wish I would have done sooner 
that could have impacted my business and brand was to get very narrow and specific on my niche. Um, I was all social media. You know, when I was a realtor, I was anyone who wanted to buy or sell a property. And I was really scared to niche down. And I decided that, you know, yes, of course I do all the socials, but Instagram, I was like, this is going to be my thing. This is going to be my jam. And maybe like even Instagram stories inside of Instagram, you know, like very narrow. And what happened was this beautiful thing where I got super specific and I realized, okay, well, if it doesn't meet this criteria, then I'm not going to make content around it. So I always knew what to talk about. And because I got really specific, I attracted people double in the rate that I had before. So it also helps the socials to know what you're all about. So if you're posting dogs one day and cake the next day and that a house the following, you're kind of like, we're not really sure what you're all about. So as scary as it is to say, I want to work with first-time home buyers. I want to work with you know uh, retirees who are downsizing into condos. I want to work with just veterans. It probably will help you clarify your content and really make more of an impact, which will ultimately impact your business and the lives of the people that you serve. The riches are in the niches. I preach this all the time. The thing is that the other business is still going to come there. The difference is that when people are searching specific for your niche, you're going to show up every time all over the place. Right. Gosh, that's so great. I feel like I'm talking to my uh, my own self right now. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I love when people preach the same thing because it's so important. And, you know, just because we've been taught to do the same old things doesn't mean it's not time to start changing. We live in a digital age and we have to go where the customer is. We have to go where the customer is. The customer is on Facebook 17 times a day, 51 minutes. There's 2.3 billion people. Instagram and Facebook, they own each other, right? So it's like, let's do it, everyone. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that you'd like? What book did you write that we can talk to people about? Um, Yes. So I, uh, my latest book just came out called what to post. It's on Amazon. And, um, I would love to connect with anyone listening on Instagram. I share a lot of Instagram tips and I'm an open book. I mean, you can DM me anytime. Might take me a while to get back to you, but I always will. You can find me on all the socials by my name and, uh, I have a funky spelled last name. So I'll spell it out. It's Chelsea Pites, P E I T Z. And that's C-H-E-L-S-E-A. Correct. Right. P-E-I-T-Z. And it, her, her book is on Amazon, What to Post. So yes. go out and buy it. Um, get out of your head. It's not that difficult. Once you start doing something, it becomes easier and easier. And as always, everyone, Chelsea, thank you so much. Let's give her a big hand of applause. She was amazing. <laughs> and you. remember, it's great to learn, but if you don't take action, nothing happens. So go take action. And we just both want to thank you for giving us a little piece of your time today. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks again.